Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello, I'm Gary Mansfield and welcome to the Mizog Art Podcast, where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by banging these bongos. Firstly, I'd like to make the announcement that the Mizog Art Podcast will be rebranding itself in the new year as the Ministry of Arts Podcast. The Ministry of Arts is an organisation I have started in response to lengthy conversations with Ben Burling, founder of Logan Sinclair. We wanted to try and find a viable way to bring pop-up exhibitions into the workplace but rather than take the 50% of the sale price, as a gallery normally would, we'll be collaborating with some of the country's best-known artists to give that 50% to a chosen charity or good cause. Our first show, titled Diversion Ahead, was in aid of Headway East London, a charity that helps those of us affected with varying conditions of brain injury. This took place at the Nave in Bishopsgate, and as well as myself and Lee Ainsworth, it featured the artists Darren Baker, Lewis Bannister, Ben Iron, Christian Fur, Heath Kane, Roy Maynard, Michelle Mildenhall, Rob Mundy, Penny, Dan Pierce, Carrie Reichart, Rugman, Ryan Callanan, and Nettie Wakefield, as well as two collaborative artworks from the guys themselves who benefit from Headway's work. So next time you're over on Instagram, please give a follow to ministryofarts.org. Hello and welcome to episode number 56 of the Mizog Art Podcast. 
Today, I'm taking you to Fiumano Clasa, a gallery between King's Cross and Holborn that is showing an exhibition that I oh so wish I'd thought of. It's called Art is the Best Medicine, and it's created by an artist, comedian, and podcaster, Annie McGrath. Annie has asked over 50 fellow comedians to produce an artwork, including such people as Vic Reeves, Joe Lysett, Katie Wicks, and Harry Hill, and far too many more to mention. All of the artworks are for sale and priced between 60 and £600. Although Rob Alton's portrait of Chris Tarrant is just a tad over £600. The show runs until the 20th of December and 30% of all sales are going to Mental Health UK. This evening I'm at Firmano Clasa with Francesca Firmano and Annie McGrath. The exhibition you've got running here, Art is the Best Medicine, which is in aid of Mental Health UK, mm-hmm. um, is all comedians. Yes. You're a comedian yourself and an artist. Yeah. Uh, and I'm speaking to Annie now, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah tell us how this come about. Um, so I've been doing comedy for the last six years and also working in the art world um, and painting at the same time. So we've worked with um, Andreas and Francesco at Fiumano Classe for a while now. Nice. So I came up with the idea and pitched it to them and they didn't say no and here we are. Well, have you shown here before? I haven't shown here, but I've worked with them on the press and marketing for various oh, nice. exhibitions. That's why I um, So we've sort of collaborated on this exhibition, the three of us, and we've got 54 artists exhibiting, so it's been a lot of work event. from everyone. That's massive. When did you come up with the idea? Probably in about March, so it's nine months old, so it's, it's our baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. And that's quite a typical time frame yeah. for most exhibitions, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Why do you think there's so many comedians with an art background? Um, I don't know, I think, um, I'm surprised at how many comedians do do art, yeah. there's 54 exhibiting but there's definitely more that could have been involved but um, I think it's a useful side project to performing, yeah. I, I think I certainly find it quite therapeutic and I know that various other comedians do, I think it's a slightly different outlet to writing and performing, um, which is a nice... Uh, focus for your mind yeah. when you're used to sort of having to get a reaction out of an audience it's quite a nice sort of solitary yeah, yeah. activity How did the gallery form? Gosh, so um, both my husband and I both Andrew and I have had independent galleries so I set up my first gallery in 2001 and I think his was 2005 or 2008 um, and we became friends as you do in the art world yeah. and then friendship turned to blossoming love and back in 2017 we decided to merge the two galleries um, because we were collaborating so much at yeah. work anyway um, so we launched with the help of Annie Fumana Classa in November 2017 and we've been going strong ever since. Oh nice. What shows have you had here? So we've had a wide, we, we, we pride ourselves on quite a wide breadth of artists that we represent from quite traditional landscape paintings but always with a slight contemporary twist. So we've yeah. got a Swedish artist called Herman Lowe, who is, does a lot of work in the north of Sweden, and his show was a mix of um, oil paints on canvas and video art. Um, we have had Japanese artists using gold leaf, 
Fifth from Hurry. We our most recent show was a, a British female artist, Nicole Russell, and that was very much uh, interested in the notion of the position of the woman artist and how the audience react to mm. women, and that was quite an interesting. Um, showing again yeah. a mix of sculpture, installation, and video. Yeah. Um, so our breadth is very wide, but we're very narrow on our taste. Nice. That's not bad. We thing only at show all, the it? work that we connect with because mm. you know I think it's really important, especially if you're living with the pieces every day yes. in the gallery. You need to be able to really enjoy the work to be able to share that passion. Yeah. And there was Ryan Bernardino. Oh yeah, we had some menstrual blood. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So every year we do a show called Discoveries. Uh, where we handpick three to four. How long ago was this? Was about three years ago? Was it? We've, the, the, the next year will be ago. our third one. So Ryan was two, two years, years ago. ago I think, yeah. Um, yeah. It was nine. No, sorry, twelve. Um, Murano, not Murano. So twelve handblown glass pieces all filled with one month's worth of her menstrual blood. I oh, no, wasn't what I was thinking. You were thinking of something else. Yeah, I was. I, I, there's not too many with menstrual blood, but... No. Yeah, I was thinking but there's quite a broad range. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've got... You say you've got 50... Well, was it 53 artists? 54 artists, 54. Yeah. What's your... What ones stand out for you in here? Um, I love Rob Orton's portrait of Chris Tarrant, yeah. which we have decided. So the price range for the exhibition is fifty to six hundred pounds, nice. but with the exception of this portrait, which is called "I Want to Be a Millionaire," so we've decided to put it on sale for a million course, pounds. Of course, so it is a really beautiful painting. I think it's quite funny how sort of dark, but also realistic it is. Um, there's some really beautiful paintings. Phil Gerrard's. Uh, portrait Very of Jeremy so. Hardy is really impressive. Um, what else? I like the, the scale of Katie Wicks. Katie Wicks is so I'd seen that online yeah. and just I figured it'd be. It's tiny, yeah. yeah. It's smaller in real life. Than <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, I, even, I did sort of, uh, when I saw it, I was like, oh. And then, of course, we've got Annie's piece. My piece, yeah. I didn't even ask uh, which one was yours. Mine's the sort of blue uh, painting over there with the big yeah. moon and the runner um, so that's basically Did it start with yours? When you put this out did you know which one you was going to put in or did you make one for the I, show? I made it for the show yeah I decided because uh, I'm training for a half marathon and I read a book by the first woman who ran the Boston Marathon and that was sort of inspired by that Nice because um, women weren't allowed to run the marathon until right as well. Why can that ever be a thing? So it's there's crazy, that photo of her being sort of dragged yeah. down by the officials. So I thought it was quite an iconic image. So it sort of stemmed from excellent. Who's this? Yeah. This life drawing triptych, triptych. is by yeah. Holly Byrne. So it's called Triptych Pick. I'd so wish I'd come up with that title. Yeah, it's brilliant. What a cool title, isn't it? Um, yeah, she's she's. I didn't know that she could draw, but uh, yeah, that's one of my favourites as well. Is she know you live in Mental Health UK? Mm-hmm. How did you come by um, deciding to donate to those? Um, we when we first had the meeting about the exhibition, we wanted to raise money for a charity. So between Francesca, Andreas, and I, we decided that mental health was quite an interesting. It had an interesting link with comedy. Mm. Anyway, so we did some research and this seemed like a good charity because it works with, I think it's four different, it's sort of umbrella charity that works with four different charities across the UK. Um, and we've met up with them and uh, yeah, it's, their work is very impressive so we thought it was a good one. And why do you think 
mental health is so prevalent in comedy. Mm. It seems to be quite a lot of comedians are touched by it, don't they? I think oh, so, they? yeah. I don't know whether it's something to do with the nature of the job, spending a lot of time by yourself, yeah. um, having to fulfil a certain role on stage, which is sometimes at odds with how you are off stage. I don't know. Depression. I think it's also quite prevalent in the art world as well. Yeah, definitely. And any kind of creative, performative mm. world, I was explaining to somebody earlier that some days, even me, who's not a painter, my job is quite creative. Yeah. And some days I've got a headache and I don't want to be at work, but I have mm. to be at work. And fundamentally, I want to be at work. It's what I love. But sometimes you do have to put that mask on. And yeah. for a lot of people, um, that is very draining. Mm. Especially if you know, they're spending a lot of time on their own or... I don't know, if you've had a really bad set mm. and you get badly heckled and you go home and it's, mm. you know, you are putting yourself out there. Yeah, it is. You're almost living two lives, aren't you? You've got your life and your yeah. persona up on the stage, as it were. And then there's the sort of scientific fact that you get such an adrenaline rush, there's always going yeah, to be a the down, crash yeah. afterwards. The peaks and, is it peaks and furrows? Yeah, peaks and, peaks and troughs. Peaks and troughs. Peaks and troughs. It's like when you sell a picture and you get a big yeah. adrenaline rush. What one has got the um, biggest emotional pull to you, do you think? Um, ben Tarje's, I don't think he'll mind me speaking about this because he's spoken quite openly about it, um, but his drawing is a beautiful sort of ink drawing on a handmade frame, which is the first piece of art he did after trying to take his own life. So oh, that yeah. has a real tangible connection yeah. with the mental health theme. Um, and then emotionally I think the piece of video art which is the only one in the exhibition is very moving it's by, a, by Stuart Laws it's a time lapse video about climate change so in the foreground we've turned it off for the podcast so you haven't <laughs> seen it but there's this sort of pile of ice melting very slowly whilst there's a sort of moving figure in the background on a different time speed so it's sort of a comment on our uh, attention lapsing, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's it's. I'm technically I'm describing it terribly. <laughs> I don't, don't really know. How it's a very long piece of film, into I think it's about four minutes. Yeah, I think it's exactly five minutes. Oh, five yeah, because Andreas and I checked the time frame, okay. and it is <laughs> exactly. And you can see the ice melting, mm. um, which if you were watching it in real time, you wouldn't actually yeah, see. No. And I think that is a perfect comment mm. on what has been going on. Yeah. And, uh, what is, what is going on now with the melting of the ice and the raising of the sea levels. Definitely. And then related to that, we happen to have a portrait of Greta Thunberg by Tom Neenan. Which is so good. It's it great. Sort of caricature, but it actually looks very like her. Yeah, it's nice to see her making appearances, isn't it? Yeah, always. Well, I think today she's just been named Time Person of the Year. Oh, really? Unless it was fake news, but I saw it. Oh, I missed that. Up on my phone. Can I ask you both, when was your first interest in art? Yeah, God, I don't know if I can answer that. I've always been interested in it. It's, it was always my favourite subject at school. And then I went on to Campbell Art College for a year. Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, ever since I was little, I've always enjoyed drawing and painting. It's never been something that hasn't really been part of my life. Your family arty? My dad has a piece in the exhibition. I was going to ask, I, didn't, I thought it was so much of a, yeah, a connection, I didn't, yeah. didn't know whether to ask or not. Um, so my dad is a comedian too, he's Rory McGrath and he has a, a self-portrait in the exhibition which you can see from where you're sitting, yeah. it's him eating a spider. So. As you do. 
As he did, yeah. He said it was the first thing that came into his head, so I didn't know. So did you see him drawing and painting as a... No, I just hassled him to send his artwork in, but I didn't... I wasn't part of the process. I mean, as a child? Oh, as a child. Um, yeah, I guess he would paint with us, and it's very like him, actually. I'm just quite surprised very how good. good it is. Yeah, and then much like you, my interest started as a little girl. My mm. parents used to drag me around churches in Italy. And one day mm. I was standing in front of something that I didn't understand what it was, and I burst into tears. Oh, nice. Wow. And it was Michelangelo's Pietà. I must have been about six or seven. Oh, if you're going to get affected by something, exactly. that's the kind of thing. Exactly. And from then on, I was always fascinated with picture books. And I can't actually draw myself. And my lovely art teacher said, do not do GCSE art. Really? Do A-level art history instead. So that was the path I followed. I studied art history and then did my degree and master's and decided to open it out. Oh, do you think you, your teacher saw something that you wasn't aware of to push you in that direction? Yeah, he knew that I loved art. I knew that if I'd have tried to create it myself, I would have been yeah. very grumpy. <laughs> and he also knew that I loved reading and I loved writing about art. So in our art classes that you had to do up until GCSE, yeah. I'd always fail on the drawing, <laughs> but do really well on the research. Maybe it's his fault, maybe he's a bad teacher. No, he wasn't, he's brilliant. Oh, really? Brilliant, brilliant guy. Um, so yeah, I decided from a very young age that art was going to be some part of my life. Did you have a good teacher? I had an amazing teacher. He's coming tomorrow night. Oh, so how good is yeah, that? Yeah, he um, is an amazing painter. Where was, was that at Camberwell? No, that was at uh, Posh School in Oxford. Nice. Yeah, he was really brilliant and definitely informed my sort of painting. And he's, he's here tomorrow. That is really yeah, good, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Are you nervous? So Has he seen your work before? He's seen a bit of it since school, but um, he's not seen the piece that's in the exhibition yeah. yet. So yeah, he's someone whose opinion I definitely value. Oh, it's got to be a little bit of pride for him, isn't it, to see <laughs> to see one of his aesthetic offspring. Yeah, exactly. If you wasn't in the arts, what do you think you'd like to be? Something to do with books, academia, reading, writing. Writing. Writing, nice. Yeah, I enjoy writing. And about yourself? God, I don't know. I really feel like I do about... <laughs> um, I used to want to be a chef, but I definitely would hate doing that now, having worked in restaurants and knowing how. <laughs> seeing the other side of seeing it, how yeah. awful the chefs are to everyone and how hot the kitchen is. Uh, what else? I used to want to be a police officer. Again, that's what my daughter wants to be. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think that sounds like it. I've got a friend who's a police officer. It's a very stressful job. Yeah, I think she more likes the programmes on TV. Yeah, I think that's it. I like live um, Yeah, she's <laughs> If that's what she wants to do, that's what she wants to do. Yeah. If there was you and five other artists, mm-hmm. what would be your perfect group show, do you think? Oh, wow. Just to get an understanding of, of where your um, I love comes from. Peter Doig, who does yeah, some nice. magical landscape yeah. paintings. Um, Jenny Savile is another favourite. I like lots of sort of figurative, thick brush strokes. Yeah. Um, who else? Hughie O'Donoghue does sort of, again, abstract figurative work, sort of really beautiful colours. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, I'm looking around now, I feel like I should pick someone who's in the uh, Harry Hill. He's Harry brilliant. Hill is yeah. so cool. He's very cool. I forgot what the question was. Who would I like to collaborate with? 
Five, yeah, five, I can't remember how many I said. You did say four before. Oh, shit, okay, one more. Francesca, I'd like to see her shit drawings. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll give you one on the red face. Yeah, great. How about yourself? Do, who inspires you? If I had to pick five artists... Mm, to show um, in your gallery. I'm going to steer away from the living ones, because I don't want to offend anyone. Uh, so oh, that's why where yeah. I went wrong. Oh, <laughs> I yeah, would say, purely because of the impact they had on the art world, I would say Jackson Pollock. Mm. just quite like to have one of those. Donald Judd, because I have some weird desire for order in my chaotic life. Oh, wow. That's not bad for you. Brancusi, Constantine Brancusi, mm. because they're so pure mm. and beautiful. Eliza McCullough Wilker, who I studied for my master's feminist artist, um, she was very much criticised in her time because she was very beautiful and her work was about her body. So people were saying, oh, it's only because you're good looking and you want people to look at you. Yeah. And actually what they didn't know, she was dying of, of lymphoma. Sure. And she carried on the self-examination all through her treatment. So when she was bloated and clearly very, very sick. Um, so oh, she's definitely one. And this. Let's just whack a Michelangelo in there just Why to knock things up a bit. Why not? Were you surprised by any in here? Sorry to bat in. No, not at all. I was, yeah, I've been really impressed with all of them. I knew Harry Hill was an amazing artist yeah. anyway, and Joe Lysa and Katie Wicks have all exhibited at the RA summer show. Um, I didn't know Lolly uh, was a painter. She, I think no, she I stopped know. doing it. I was quite impressed with her. Yeah, I was impressed by her portrait, her self portrait. And Richard Todd, I love his sort of drawings. He collaborated with a homeless person called Jerry. Perfect. So this piece that's in the exhibition is a list of what this guy was going to spend his money on that week. And it's called Blue Monday. I think that's quite a sort of moving, but also beautifully delicate drawing. Um, and what one's grabbed you that's, that's in your show, or in this show? I really like Helen's piece mm. um, of Clint Eastwood. I think it's a very quiet Very subtle, piece. yeah. I thought that one was um, It shows an understated ability. I don't think, I don't know Helen well, but I don't think she knows how good she is. There's definitely an understanding there, isn't yeah. there? And also with so few lines, it still manages to be quite expressive. Yeah. I think Joe Lysett's piece is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I think it's very funny, wear a condom. Um, and ironic. Um, but I've, I've been, much like Annie, I think I've been pleasantly surprised, not, not just about the quality of the work, but of the flexibility and, and all the love in the room. Everyone yeah. has been so generous yeah. and kind. And I think they've loved doing it. Yeah. Genuinely, it is a nice change from comedy and I think people have been really supportive and did you put a call out to all comedians or just did you ask them I asked specific people who I knew did art and then I sort of put a few things on Facebook and Twitter and then I was like oh god I've got loads of people now <laughs> I need to rein it in a bit but then I would discover people on Instagram yeah. who I didn't realise did art and then I'd approach them as well is there anyone in the show who, who hasn't done art ever before mm. Tim Key, I don't know if he has done art. So his piece in the show, he's collaborated with an illustrator. So his is this poem behind us, um, which I love. But I don't, he, he does a lot of poetry in his stand-up as well. And his, the way he posts his poems on Instagram is always really right. beautiful. 
but I don't know how much he's sort of drawn and painted or anything yeah. in the past. So this show starts, it opens on Friday the... Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Election results. Yeah. And it's on for a week? Yeah, until yeah. the 20th. Yeah, so a third of all the sales go to Mental Health UK. Nice. Um, we're doing a gig in the gallery space on Saturday night um, with May Martin, Jordan Brooks, who won the Comedy Award in Edinburgh this year, and Olaf Falafel, who's yeah, one of his yeah. paintings, is up in the exhibition. And me, mm-hmm. as well. Oh, yeah, it's sold Comedy out. gig is sold out. I guess we've got some standing room only for mm-hmm. latecomers, but a sold out gig. Um, yeah. And then it's Christmas, and we can... Relax. Well, I guess our opening hours are yeah. Tuesday to Friday, 12 noon till 6pm, and Saturdays, 12 till 4. Mm-hmm. And then um, Fiamano Classa, Andres and Francesca will be at London Art Fair in January, so everyone should go visit them there. What's your favourite piece? Probably Joe Lysitz. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was hoping to be a couple that raise a smile. I mean, Jim Muir mm-hmm. always raise a smile. That's the one I saw first, Rob Alton's. Yeah. That's when I first became aware of this show. Oh, okay. Um, but did you see it in the art newspaper? No, he, he put something out Oh, he put it on Twitter, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been waiting for something like this to come about. It's oh, like, great. Oh, I think it's brilliant. I mean, I yeah. love, love comedy. I obviously love art. I've only just recently discovered your podcast. Oh, yes. And you tell us a bit about your podcast. Yeah, it's called Secret Artists, and I host it, and each week I have a comedian guest who chooses an object, and we draw and pa- draw or paint it whilst sort of chatting. So we've had Alex Horn, uh, Katie Wicks, Harriet Kemsley. It's going well, doing? yeah. So the next one we're releasing is Pierre Novelli, who has a piece in the exhibition, which is quite an amazing sort of conceptual piece which is I don't know if you saw it by the window it's um, in the style of sort of medieval illuminations but it's reality TV stars who have committed suicide so it's quite dark (laughs) and funny of course it can be funny Uh, but he's brilliant so yeah he's the next guest on. so your podcast you for 50 minutes you paint, draw or make an artwork yeah just under an hour and then we sort of review each other's pieces at the end and then we post all the artworks on social media you enjoying doing it? yeah it's been really fun has anyone been really shit? Um, not shit but Harriet Kemsley got very frustrated we were painting her cat which was quite hard because it was obviously moving a lot Um, but she got quite frustrated I like (laughs) that she was put out by a red marker you made with a palette knife yeah yeah yeah, Reese James as well. They're both clearly people that don't choose to do art, yeah. so they found it. Which is everything. the ideal person to have, really. Isn't yeah, it? it's been quite good having a mixture of people. Like Katie Wicks was yeah. very comfortable and knew what she was doing, whereas there's a few other sort of professionals. Her piece is very good, isn't it? Yeah, Oprah Winfrey is nice. Really good. Yeah, really good. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. So, yeah, listen to that it's on Acast, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Good luck. Thank you. It was so lucky that I took the opportunity to look around the artwork on the day of the recording because the next day at the private view it was jam-packed. It was pretty much a one out one in by the time I left. Although when I did go they let two in. If I didn't didn't have any size issues then I bloody have now. As Annie mentioned there she's got her own podcast called Secret Artist, where she invites a comedian to create an artwork and records a conversation throughout that process. Once you've finished here, go and find it, subscribe, you won't regret it.
Art is the Best Medicine runs at Fiumano Clasa until the 20th December and 30% of all sales are going to Mental Health UK. On whichever platform you're listening to this podcast, there should be the ability to like, subscribe or leave a comment about this podcast. They all only take a moment, but if you are only able to do one, please do leave a comment. Not only does it help us as a podcast, but it also helps anyone looking for an art podcast. So, thanks again, and until next week, ta-da. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.